Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. And this week, uh, we, we have another one of those, I wouldn't say it's a legendary beer, or mythological. It's getting there. It we'll is, say that. It is, you're 100% right, it is getting there. Uh, Juicy Bits from Weldworks Brewing Company in Greeley, Colorado. Now, it, it, we'll get into the research just a little bit that each one of us have done, but this beer hasn't been around very long. No. And it has already reached that kind of like whispering, like, have you ever had Juicy Bits? Mm-hmm. And you're like, no. A Colorado yeah, beer? Tell me more. Is it from Avery or New? No. No. A little Greeley. Greeley? I've never been through Greeley before. Yeah. You should definitely go through Greeley. You have to go there on purpose to Greeley. So yeah. I did, and that's these came directly from the brewery. So the first time I'd gone there. No middleman for these ones. No, huh? we no. To... Nope. All right. So like I've it. had it. But uh, so we so we have two beers. We have the Juicy Bits, which is their standard New England style IPA, and then this was one they released that day. Extra, extra Juicy Bits. The double. Double. Yeah. And it kind of looks like a newspaper. Get it? Extra, extra. I do, and I like it. It's very nice. Yeah. So cool. What do you want to do first? You want to do the regular? Yeah. Let's do let's do that one. Do regular first. Yeah. Because okay. then we can really tell the difference, maybe. I got to say, we're going to do some, like, testimonials here. Like, they're going to owe us money, or we're going to owe them money, how much we're going to, like, give them lip service. Yeah. This is, without a doubt, the beer I would drink all the time if I could get it. This would never not be in my house. Yes. Or my fridge. It would always be there. So we go to we go to Colorado a lot. My brother lives in Denver, uh, and my family likes to vacation out there and stuff. And this is a staple for me when I go out there. As As... New England style IPAs have become one of my favorite styles. This one has quickly risen to the top as as probably one of my favorites. It is the creme de la creme, as they say. Six point seven percent alcohol by volume. Yeah, it's not messing around. No, but it's not overpowering either. Mm-mm. No. no. Uh, I was talking to uh, Aaron Daly the other day about how the switch in my brain is just flipped, and now it's all IPA for me right now. Like once the temperature got past seventy one day. Yep. Like, that's it. It's all I got a hop craving right now. No more stouts. Stout season is over. You know, I mean, I'll do them. I'll still drink them. Yeah. But I'm not searching them out like MIPAs right now. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm on a hop mission right now. Yeah. Hop mission. I just need them, man. Gotta have it. <laughs> I'm definitely naming the episode that. The hop mission? The hop mission. Oh, I like it. I like it. So, oh, it just smells so good. Like, I, this is one of those beers, like, we've had maybe one or two so far we've done. I don't even want to drink it. Like, I know it's going to be so good, and if I drink some, it's going to be gone. Yep. I just want to, like, just wear this thing so I can smell it all the time. It's, it is. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's so good. As New England-style IPAs go, this should be, like, the, the, like the standard. Like, this, I, this you know should what? be the I one. I feel like you're pretty close to being right about that, mm-hmm. you know? Super hazy. I mean, it's got a nice golden color. But the haziness is, like, you cannot see through it. It is a murky hazy, yeah. like it should be. Some of them, I have noticed, um, are almost the color of this can. The you know? orange. Yeah, orange-y. Like, a, like more orange color. And this, to me, is is just about where you want to go, mm-hmm. right here. I think if you got to that point, maybe it was, it, it'd be a little too bitter. Like, the, over, the overpowering bitterness would, would take over. And I don't think that would be a... A, a good flavor in a New England style IPA. Yeah, it's just I think just a matter of what what you put in there. And yeah, the hops and all that stuff. But yeah, boy, mm. boy, oh boy, mm-hmm. I just like I just mesmerized by this can. 
It says fine-tuned beer on the side. It has some knobs. Dolan's going to recognize those knobs as it looks like maybe some gain or volume on a pedal, something like that. Does it go to 11? It doesn't, but it, it could. I can't. They're so small, I can't count that high. But Don't pretend like you know what always. Spinal Tap is, Dolan. He's don't, not on a shirt. Don't pretend. Somewhere. God, what a great movie. Does it go to 11? This one goes to 11. Yeah, why don't you just make that <laughs> 10, 11? Why don't you make that the top? Yeah. Because yeah, this one goes to 11. Because this one goes to 11. This drink, this drink's 11 out of 10 for This me. one does go to 11. I don't know if I have ranked it on Untapped yet, and we'll get towards, oh, towards the end. You have? Un- oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, let me guess. You're, it's a five. Yeah. It is. Oh, man. But oh, this for okay. good reason. It's amazing. It is. It is. It, it is. And here's the thing. As as New England-style IPAs go, I would have a hard time not ranking it a five. Yeah. I, I just think it... It's delicious. It should be the standard for, for a juicy New England-style IPA. Yeah. This is, this is kind of uh, where um, myself and Beer and Atlas all come together. Hmm. It's like my first week here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the client managers went out there, I think, for a wedding, and that was uh, Mr. Greek, and he came back with a boatload of uh, Weldworks beers, mm-hmm. and I was lucky enough to get some of those beers, mm-hmm. and that was the first time I ever had this beer, oh. and wow, knocked my socks off. Yep. Luckily, I had sandals on, too. He brought so much of this back that if he had been pulled over for some reason... That would have been a bootleg situation. It would definitely been yeah. a boot... Yes, absolutely. Which is a, still a real thing, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's it's the real thing. You can... There's a certain... Depending on what state you're in, there's only a certain amount of, you know, liquid by volume you're allowed to take across state lines. So, mm-hmm. you know, plan, plan accordingly. So if you're coming from Wisconsin and you're bringing us a bunch of Spotted Cow, be careful. Yeah, you know, hire somebody to drive a second car with you or some, you know, a getaway vehicle, something like that. Or like in Smoking the Bandit, you you have a lookout. Yep. Right? Yep. You got to watch out for the... For the fuzz. You got to look out for the Smokies. Mm Mm-hmm. And then get a CB radio. Yep. And then just have fun with that too, I suppose. I think so. Do they still make CB radios? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Can we put a podcast on the CB radio? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's more... just hold it up? You just you just have to hold it to the microphone or to the speaker and yeah. So this is totally off tangent, but kind of close because it ends up uh, tying back to Colorado. The the thing that I always think about uh, when I think of CB radios mm-hmm. and it's not truck driving, which makes is strange, right? It is strange. It's the Shining. Oh yeah. It's the Shining. Yeah. Because they have one in that room and it's the only way they can get information out. Yes. And Wendy's asking on there, "What's the weather like up there?" Mm-hmm. You know. And that's their only link to the outside world. What was that? What was Scatman Crothers? What was his name in the movie? Was his his real name was Scatman Crothers? Yeah, which is an amazing name. He was the voice of Hong Kong Fooey. Did you know that the cartoon? No. Yeah, he was the voice of that for the what one season or whatever they made for that. Uh, Let me think here. I got to think about it, Mister. Because he could shine too, right? That was his thing. Yeah, he's the one that taught Danny all about it. How to shine? Oh my goodness. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'll have to ask, I'll ask the Google machine here. We'll, yeah. It'll, I don't know. But that's what I think of when I think of CB radios is Colorado. And here we are. Scat, Greeley, Colorado. Scatman Carruthers. I'm sure this is... I've, I hope you cut this part out. That part that we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> and we'll be like, yeah, we just was, all of a sudden know like, oh, Scatman. Uh, did you mean Scarman Scratchers? Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. Thanks, Google. Nice. Good job. We're not quite there yet. So so could we have, if we had CB radios, could we have like handles? You have to have a handle. Oh, you have to have a handle. Right. Yeah, because you got to be like, 
hey bony bear this mm-hmm. is uh this is hop toad down the road and <laughs> 10 smokies on your tail you gotta have that whole lingo i see yeah yeah man so my dad had a cb radio back in the day and I, I remember his his uh, handle. Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So he, he collected railroad memorabilia for a long, long time. Okay. So And so his CB handle was Rusty Nail. Rusty Nail. Rusty Nail. Also a drink, isn't it? A Rusty Nail? I don't know. It might be. I'm what pretty you, sure it's a drink. What are you laughing at, Hobo pork chop over there? What are you... <laughs> yeah. Stolen Michael. Yeah. Oh, now we're using the middle name. Woo-hoo! Yes. Wow. Hobo Rusty Porto. nail. Only if you only if you reach back into some older podcasts will you get that. Yeah, otherwise, that joke. You're, yeah. Yep, he was the rusty funny. nail. Rusty nail. I'm pretty sure that's a drink. Um, you know what mine would be? Hmm. I'd probably go Hop Father. Hmm. I feel like that's a good one. That would be a great one. Yeah. I don't even know what mine would be. I don't know. I, mm. I may I may just keep the rusty nail just to, just as an yeah, homage. Just, to yeah, bring dad. it on down. Yeah, bring maybe. it down. Yeah, maybe. Dolan, what's yours? Hobo pork chop. <laughs> Hobo pork chop. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> it's a mouthful, though. That's a lot. It is. A, yeah. It's worth lot. it. It'd be totally worth it. All right. Well, so there you go. If you're on a CB, those are our hands. <laughs> Call into us. Yeah, yeah. Find us on there. Exactly. Wow. So, all right. So, a little bit of research on Weldworks. If you're ever in Greeley, Colorado, there are, Greeley is a, can you call it a suburb of Denver? I mean, it's. I'm going to say no. Okay. So, but it's close. It's close. Close enough. That you could you could get there from Denver very yes. easily. Yes, for sure. Uh, right downtown, well, close to downtown, 508 8th Avenue, Greeley, Colorado. Uh, their hours Monday through Thursday, noon to 9, Friday and Saturday, noon to 10, Sunday, noon to 7. Uh, was founded in 2015 by Colin Jones and Neil Fisher. Uh, that first year, they only produced 500 barrels of beer. That was it. That's pretty small. Pretty small. Not- so that's really, they've been producing beer for like three years. Pretty much, yeah. yes. So by 2017, they were up to 5,000 barrels per year. So they grew rapidly. Uh, they won their first uh, silver medal at the Great American Beer Festival in 2000 and uh, first month, so 2015. I mean, not too shabby. No. Rolling out of the gates. Yep. Instantly, hmm. second best beer in that category. And it was an American wheat beer that they won. It was wow. a Hefeweizen that they won. So huh, Cool. Um, it's, it's interesting that I've noticed this over the years because I've spent a lot of time in Colorado. I visited my share breweries there. That they all kind of, they work together. There's a camaraderie there but, mm-hmm. you know, between them that you can feel and see it. And they actually credit this. I was reading an article about them and... Uh, it said that Neil Fisher, uh, one of the co-founders, credits Avery with his obsession with barrel aging. Like, he quite credits them with barrel aging, like, kind of started it there in Colorado. Mm. And then, so everything he does is kind of in, in homage to... And that Avery guy, he's the one that was, like, the mountain climb guy or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, because, like, for, at least for me, for Weldworks, it, it's all about IPAs. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty much what I've had from them, you know? So, and I've had some, like... Uh, Berliner Weisses and stuff like that. I don't, and I might have had one of their stouts, maybe. So that's a that's a whole other side of their business that I would love. I would love to get to know to explore barrel aged stouts. Yeah. So they produced a hundred beers last year. They had a they had a goal to produce one hundred different kinds of beers. Yeah. And they got there. They did. They did them. You know, some of them were tap room only or whatever. Yeah. And when I was there, just not too long ago, uh, they had gosh, it was probably twenty plus on tap. Yeah. It was a huge list. Like, it was an, almost an overwhelming list. I counted them up on their website today. They, they're up right now 134. Wow. Jeez. So here's, I wrote down a few that sounded, like, totally weird and amazing, and, like, I would love to try them. And, okay. and these are, like, 
next level names or, or styles, sure. right? So these aren't, you're just walking into a brewery your first time and ordering this. Okay. Eggnog barley wine. Whoa. Yep. Doing it. What? Hope it's chunky. Mm. Sweet potato casserole stout. <laughs> what? Those, there's a lot of beers are starting to be made with sweet potatoes or yams. They're putting what? them in the boil. It's it's like it's a new stout thing because it's sweet. Yeah. And it's a uh, vegetable. So there, there's another way to, to get that to alcohol volume pumped up a little bit. Wow. So there's a whole subset of those beers out there. A coffee milkshake IPA. Okay. Oatmeal cream pie stout. Yeah, well, yeah. Like the little Debbie one. Yeah. You know, like the snack cake one. And then a raspberry lemonade milkshake. I thought that just sounded uh, instantly phenomenal. Absolutely. They have a series of stouts called Acromatic. What is- Aaron Daly was here, he'd say, Acromatic, that means without light. That's what it means. So oh. if they're so dark, that's how dark they are. There's no light. There's no light. So that's the name of their stout series. And wow. they made eight different ones out of the 134. And they had like adjuncts. There was like a Mexican chocolate one that had some mm. cinnamon and some peppers. They had a mint one. They had a... a uh, what do you call it? S'mores, peanut mm. butter cup. They had all all those kind of delicious pastry stouts and just amazing. Interesting, yum. Hmm. They uh, and and from all the research that I did and the little bit that I know about them, you know, from from being a fan at least for the last year and a half to two years, is this wasn't their thing. Like IPAs weren't their thing when they started, and that wasn't a thing that like Colorado embraced right away. Yeah, they were very. It was a multi style that everyone liked. It was way more maybe West Coast IPA style than it yeah. would be this this sort of thing. And they have been very instrumental in changing and pushing things forward. Them and another brewery down the street called uh, Wiley Roots, mm-hmm. which we will be doing here in the very near future, possibly cool. next week. Oh, nice. Um, where they do some pretty insane things, and the people line up for it. I've got, what's that? Are you going to know this, Dolan? I'm going to make the sound effect. Dun, 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 dun. You know what that is, Rich? That's breaking news. Breaking news. breaking news in here. Mm-hmm. Um, Worldworks is expanding. I wrote this down. Colorado Springs? Yes. Like an hour ago, it hits, hit the yep. newswire. Yep. Holy smokes. Hey, that's, uh, that's where I have all my hobo pork chops. That's where all my family's from. We're going. Let's I told you, this. we're going to this family reunion, so we'll we just are. stop at the new tap house down Hobo there. pork chops and juicy bits. And we'll want to make sure we eat those pork chops before we get to the brewery. Probably should, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah we should. So that's awesome news for us. Yeah, it is, yeah. Now, next step is we need distribution here in Nebraska. You know, I mean, they're only, what, three years old or something? Yep. Maybe by year five. <laughs> well, with the, the rate that we've that I've been going to Colorado, and then with my brother being out there, too, Yeah, this is pretty readily available to us Yeah, in that way. It just takes a little bit of driving. That so, sounds all right with me. Yeah. So here's, here's this beer, Mosaic Hops, Citra Hops, Eldorado Hops. Okay. That's the key. Um, I'm going to guess it's the same in the extra, extra juicy bits. Uh, it's just going to be there in the boil longer yep. time. Citra, so, Mosaic, Eldorado. Yeah, those are like the best three for this sort of stuff. Um, the other thing that I, I think is pretty cool about them um, is just the abundance of pint cans. We're starting to see more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's kind of going, especially for these styles, because they're a little bit more expensive because it, it, it takes longer and it takes more yep. ingredients, more hops, and hops are expensive. So you kind of get your money's worth because you're getting a, a pint can versus a 12-ounce bottle, which is nice to see. I wondered about that. I wondered about the size and the four-pack and, and the, the thought process behind that, maybe. Yeah. 
That's, oh. that's a lot of, of what it is. Interesting. Okay. So what was your research then? I'm really curious. Well, to... I did just a little bit. So um, on the brewery itself, they do not fill growlers. Like they won't sell you a growler. There's no glass growlers there. You can't like take one in and give it to them and they You fill can't it do you? that most places. Some huh. states you can, but you can't do that here for sure. Okay. Um, if you if they did sell growlers in the past, mm-hmm. they don't fill them anymore. And I'm guessing they don't because it says since two, 2016, which sounds like basically when they would have just started making production like sure. a lot. So no growlers. And the reason for that is they they want to maintain the highest standards possible. So they don't want a 64-ounce glass jug of beer sitting in your fridge for six months, and then you mm-hmm. give it to somebody, and then they say, well, this is a Weldworks beer. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not as good as it could be. Sure. They can't control that, but they can control their can lines and stuff. So that's the reason that they don't. I would be surprised if they even did crowlers. Do you know, do they? On no. site? Yeah. No. So that, it's all pre-packaged, I pre-packaged. guess I should like, say. This is the, I'm pretty sure that's the case. That, yeah. Yeah. So that that's my guess. So that was something that stood out to me. Um, the other thing is in their tap room and you can maybe tell me this is true or not but what it said on there was that they don't take tips or if they do take tips they they split it against everybody because mm-hmm. they were like um they basically said the people that are selling this product to you and the people that are taking care of you are experts and we pay them as such hmm. and there's no reason to feel like you need to do anything more than that and if you do it's going to be split among everybody so it's not like hmm. minimum wage job you know they want somebody that knows what they're talking about to work there so it takes some knowledge and expertise a little bit to to be a member of that place Mm, okay which is kind of cool yeah so i did read that and this was along those same lines and i don't know if i'm i'm infringing on your on your information here or not but they are they pay 100 percent of the health premiums for the health insurance for their employees oh that's cool yeah and very very few i mean you know it's it's difficult one for a small business Mm -hmm. and two for a brewery that is a small business to get up and going yeah uh, and, oh, for and sure. For them to get to that point in three to four years now, where you know they they can pay their health insurance is expensive. Yes, it is. And they can pay the they can pay the premiums for their employees. That's 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 impressive. Yeah, because usually the more people you have on the plan, the better it is. So I'm, I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's not a huge number that they they've got for them. So yeah, that's really that's really cool. Mm. Um, here's some other stuff I got more about the area itself. They're in Weld County. Greeley is. Yes. So Weld Works. There you go. Here's here's the works part of it. Um, the top employer of Greeley is a company called JBS Swift & Company, which is like a food processing thing. It's owned out of Brazil. Hmm. They do mostly like beef and pork stuff. Okay. And then I don't know if they like, you know, make it in a can and sell it a spam or i don't know i don't know what that is but it was the biggest employer like the and vienna sausages something like that maybe mm. but it was some sort of thing like what's the one we have here in town or we used to have in omaha that Conagra? Was, yeah so mm-hmm. something similar to that okay and then the second biggest one i found was banner health yeah so that's number two lots of banners around there lots of banners mm-hmm. which is good yeah and then um schools universities uh sound like there was at least one maybe two universities in the town yep and uh, it seemed like uh, an up-and-coming spot. There are only 100,000 people live there is what, what I found. It seems it's way spread out. It reminds me a lot of, of Des Moines in some ways. Obviously, Des Moines is much larger. Yeah. But driving through there, and it was we had stayed. We, got, we, we left Omaha too late and ended up, ended up staying the night there because I knew I wanted to go to this place. Mm-hmm. And so we drove, we drove as far as we could before it got dark. And then so Greeley was where we ended up. 
and it seems very, very spread out. Yeah. Um, the thing about Greeley that's different also than Des Moines is that there's no interstate access to Greeley. So that's what I found was it's the biggest community in Colorado that's not on the interstate. Hmm. So I guess normally that's what helps businesses and populations grow. Yep. And uh, like we were talking at the beginning, like you have to go there on purpose. You're not just driving down the interstate and pulling off. Like you're making a few trips and turns, it sounds like. Which that, is Des Moines. It's like interstates are right through the it, city. It just you know? smack right through. Yeah, kind of like here in Omaha. That does make sense because I know we have to, there are multiple ways to get to where we're going when we go to Colorado. So I guess we have to, yeah, we have to choose to go that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, interesting. I had my first Chipotle in Greeley. Oh, boy. Market. Whoa. Yeah. First one. First Chipotle. And when I was ordering it, I was like, what is this place? And they're like, oh, you get burritos here. I said, so like Qdoba. And the guy was like, do you want to eat here? Do I have to kick you out? Slap your mouth. (laughs) Wow. Wow. We. What'd you order? A burrito. And? And that was it. It was good? I think so. Okay. Right. I don't really remember. So he remembers ordering it. He just yes. doesn't remember if it was good or yeah. would I eat it again. Yeah, Chipotle. Yeah. I went back to Chipotle. That counts. Okay. I guess. Not in Greeley, but, okay. you know, other I've, places. I've been to Subway more than once. I don't know what yeah, that exactly. says. You know who uh, You know who owns Chipotle? Who, who spun off the Chipotle brand? McDonald's. Boom. Whoa. Mind blown. Smart. McDonald's was like, hey, we should make a burrito. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, nah, let's just make a burrito place. Yes. Wow. That's next level. Yeah. Like, that'd be like, you know what? We have coffee in the morning. You know what's even better? Let's make something called Starbucks. Mm, yep. They didn't do that, but, you know, that's yeah, the same enough. sort of idea. <laughs> this is, this, yeah, that, that's impressive. Dolan knows his food. How's that? Yes. A touring musician has to know where the Chipotle's at. <laughs> I guess that's how it is. Hmm. There you go. Well, what do you so, think? Should we let's uh, see let, what happens with that other one? Let's open up the extra extra and see... See what this is all about. As you're popping the top there, I'm going to give you a couple more uh, factoids that I've found. Um, this sounds pretty good to me. 270 days annual sunshine. That seems pretty good. I can vouch for that. I it's... feel like maybe maybe some people that aren't near Colorado or don't go there just assume it snows all the time. Yes. You know, and there's like, especially in the Southwest, it's like a desert. Like there's not a whole lot of snow to be mm-hmm. had. If you're up high in the mountains, yes, but sure. this this is definitely down in in the like like the foothills. Are we we're past the foothills, mm-hmm. not quite to the. But as you're driving there, like you can definitely see the Rocky Mountains off in the distance once you get as you know as close as Greeley. I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, the other thing, the average temperature even in December is 41, hmm. which is way warmer than here, way above freezing. That's and then interesting. in July, the average is 89, like the high, hmm. like the highest it's going to get is 89 degrees. Whoa. You all right over there? That one's chewy. (laughs) Chewy. Let's see. I'm going to go into the double here. Extra, extra. So the extra, extra juicy bits, New England style double IPA, 8.6% alcohol by volume. You get it? Mm -hmm. A little bit? I do. It's almost, there's a little bit more sweetness at the end Mm -hmm. to me on that one, on the very back end. It's way deeper of a flavor. I like that. Yeah. But it's definitely stronger. Like you can tell. Absolutely. You can tell. So when we went, it was it was getting closer to evening time, bedtime for my nine year old. Yeah, and I, I said, "Look, okay, we drove all this way. I I gotta go. I, they're still they'll be open for another hour. Let's go." My wife's like, "God, you can take you can take Maddox to a brewery at mm-hmm. you know ten o'clock, nine o'clock at night, whatever it is. Like, let's or eight. I was like eight o'clock. 
like let's just go or whatever sure enough there were like two or three kids running around anyway and yeah and stuff so i got the four packs that i wanted to get and then i tried the beta bits so mm, they've done that? alpha bits beta bits beta was just another just iteration of juicy bits and I honestly couldn't tell you what the difference was. I can tell you, though, it was great, and I was sad they didn't have it in cans. Alpha bits is, sounds like alphabets, which is kind of cool. And beta bits is fun to say. It's got that alliteration that I'm a mm-hmm. fan of. Mm-hmm. Also reminds me of bacon bits. Mm. Definitely not bacon flavor. That's no. good. You don't want a bacon IPA, I don't think. Can I change my handle to beta bits? You can. Beta bits. Yeah, yeah I like that. Go for it, pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> You'll always be pork chop now. Oh, no, boy. Yep. Uh, let's see here. A couple other little things about Greeley. Cause I've never been there. Uh, this ties into Dolan too. I don't know why we're talking about Dolan so much, but we mm-hmm. are, uh, Pike's Peak gold, gold rush, Pike's Peak gold rush, 1859. The guy came out, Mr. Greeley, and he set up the town after that. Was his name really Greeley? Last name was Greeley. Like yeah. Frank Greeley or yep, whatever? Something like that. Oh, Frank right. C. Greeley. Let's yep. say that's what it was. Sure. Or Michael Greeley. Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. Um, and then that, yeah, so it started the town. Um, and in 1911, they had the uh, Greeley Philharmonic Orchestra already set up in 1911. That sounds way too fancy for we'll get this. small town Greeley. Pick up what I'm putting down. 1958, they're the first city in America that has a Department of Culture. Whoa. So, like, in this, like, they have to take that into account on things. Hmm. Like, in the in passing laws and whatnot, they had, like, opera houses and playhouses and funding for schools and all sorts of cool stuff to like make make their little town cultured it is rather artsy there yeah so maybe and that helps them probably too that it's a university town but Mm -hmm. i thought that was kind of off off, well obviously very innovative because it's not they don't have that here what year was it founded what year the city was founded 1859 Mm. 100 years later they have the department of culture okay i'm gonna say his his name was probably like adolphus Greeley then adolphus c Greeley. yeah Something something fancier than just one of our normal names now. Yeah, could be. Hmm. Um, let's see, what else do I have? Oh, I, I try to tie it into something that we can talk about a little bit. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you and I can talk about for hours is sports. Okay. So here's a couple of the famous folks that are from this area. And I'm going to drop a name on you, and you're not going to know the name, but you're going to know the some of the things. Okay. Robert Williams Daniels. First of all, he's got three names. He has three first names. Weird. Can't trust him. Uh, he owns something called Prime Ticket Sports Network. Okay. And that is was in the late 70s, early 80s. I think it's still around today in some ways. It's basically like a Fox Sports, like a regional okay. sports network. And it hit California and then some Nevada uh, mountain areas. And uh, it was like uh, around the same time that ESPN was happening on the East Coast. So it was like the West Coast version of ESPN. Oh, okay. And then it joined in or he bought into um, Fox Sports. So he has some Fox Sports holdings as well. Okay. Uh, He's from Greeley. Um, He also was a co-owner of the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh. So he's got that. And he used to own, well, he was the founder of the USFL. And he owned the Los Angeles Express. There we go. You know, I know that. You know about who's the first pick of the Los Angeles Express Ooh, in the history? No. Dan Marino. What? Yes, sir. Really? Yes. First oh. first pick of the whole league. I'm glad that stuck. Out of Pittsburgh. Yep. Arm like a cannon. Mm-hmm. He went to uh, L.A. and it did a few, um, sound, sounded like he did like some uh, appearances, you know, mm-hmm. in the grocery store and stuff. Hey, here I am. Sure. 
And then he was like, peace, I'm out of here. Yeah, NFL. not doing this. This is a joke. Right. So he took more money and went to NFL. Yeah. Um, but the Los Angeles Express was around for, uh, I think, three years, 83 to 86. I think mm-hmm. is about when the league folded. Yep. Um, in 1983, this guy bought into the team, Lee Majors. Uh, Six million dollar man. Yes, so I brought his name in because I knew you'd know about that one. Yep. So he was part owner of the team, and the career leader in yards for the team, hmm. Hall of Fame quarterback Steve Young. Wow. And then there was a guy named uh, Zimmerman. He's a, a lineman, hmm. and he's a Hall of Famer in the NFL. Also, I can't remember what his first name is off the top of my head, but I think he was um, for the maybe for the Vikings or the Broncos. Hmm. But him and Steve Young were both on the team, and they had to basically buy out their contracts so they could go to the NFL. Oh. And that was kind of the same way that Reggie White, Mr. Packer, later in life, he was in the Mm -hmm. USHL or FL as well. Wasn't Reggie White the Generals? Was it the Generals? Something like that, yeah. Maybe. I can can close my eyes and see see the card football card. Yeah, Yeah, I remember. I had the Steve Young Mm -hmm. card somewhere. I I still have it, but... Um, so yeah, that he's from this town and then there's a guy named D Bradley Baker. They love three names here, I guess. I guess. Uh, he's a voice actor currently and you wouldn't know his name, but he's been basically, if you have a kid that's anywhere between five and 15 or 16, you've heard his work. Cause he does like every show on Nickelodeon sounds like. Oh, so he's just like in-house voice dude. Like he's one of the Paw Patrol dogs and he's, well, if that's uh, on Nickelodeon. Most of the shows were on Nickelodeon. I don't know if that is hmm. or not, but those were. Those were the things that I found for, for him. <laughs> then they had a few um, UFC fighters or current or ex-UFC fighters. Huh. And they had some conductors, which I guess goes to speak to the culture that they're trying the to set up. Piece, yeah. Um, and then there was like maybe one or two baseball players that, not current, but, but just didn't. made the made the big leagues, but that was about it. Oh, okay. So those are the things I found out about Greeley. Greeley's an, it's an interesting town, and I really, I enjoyed our, our time there. Um, and we just stayed a little, I don't know, Fairfield in Marriott, whatever uh-huh. it was. But then a little bit of time we had to explore and go down to Weldworks and then Wiley Roots just down the... You could... You wouldn't want to, but you could walk from Weldworks to Wiley Roots. It's that close. Unless you maybe need to. Unless you need to, yeah. 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 Uh, that The walk would probably sober you up a little That's bit. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Might, it's, you it's know, a two, bite a little time. Yeah. Two-minute drive. It was super close. And that's what I kind of... After I had my beta bits there and I had like two flats full of four packs that I'm hauling out to the car. I thought you meant tires for a second there. And I was like, Ooh, that's a bummer. No, no, no. The, when they give you like the little boxes, yeah. you know, the half quarter boxes or whatever. Um, I'm like, Hey, I want to go to one more. And I get that look from the wife. Like, uh, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm just going to run in real quick. Yeah. So a Wiley roots is a, is much more. And we'll talk about this when we get to them. They're much more, um, uh, earthy, maybe? How's that? And okay. that's it. Yeah, it, it's like it's in the middle of like the train tracks are right behind it, oh, okay. and it's really in the middle of nowhere out there. And uh, well, you, you know, got to start somewhere. Exactly. And they, man, they do some fun stuff. So it'll be it'll be cool. It really their their brewery looks like uh, like a warehouse. Okay. Like it's really it's just a warehouse where Weldworks looks like what you would expect out of a brewery with you know barrels on the one side and yeah. stuff, and the one beer I had from Wiley Roots was mind-blowing. I could not. That mm-hmm. was that. It was, And I wish I had saved one so we could do it here and talk yeah. about it. It was the Sour Raspberry Cranberry Milkshake yep. IPA. Yeah. If you can imagine that, I mean, that's a lot. So if, yeah. if, you, if, you, if you like IPAs and you drank a lot of beers or whatever, imagine a fruited sour 
IPA. Milkshake IPA. Milkshake, yeah. Super weird. But Those just, are all things that you don't usually put together. You take the first drink and you're like, this should not be a thing. Yeah. But it was fantastic. So the, this is the reason why these sorts of breweries are favorites with like actual big craft beer drinkers. You know, like mm-hmm. people that are always looking for something different because that's what they're doing. They're innovating and they, yeah. you don't make 134 beers in a year and a half on accident. You know no, what I mean? Right. A lot of places are just open to sell beer and and make the same batch every time, and they always have their flagship beers, you know? Yeah. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. No. But if you're looking for something else and you want to go to the major leagues instead of the USFL, mm. then this is the kind of places you got to go. Yep. And that's kind of what's kind of lifted Weldworks to that legendary status, like that mythological status or whatever, especially in you know states around Colorado. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, yeah, that makes I a lot of sense. I feel like this extra, extra one has a little bit different um, citrus fruit flavor. Like there's something just a little bit different at the end to me. It's maybe a little more grapefruity. Yeah, maybe. It's not, it's not bad. It's no. just different, but it's definitely, you can feel it's a little bit stronger you for can... sure. Mm. We hit the buzzword. There we go. It's stronger. That's fancy. Dolan will cut that out in post. No, yeah. I won't. No, we don't. No, he won't. We don't. I don't even know what that means, actually. I just he, I, I don't I know heard if he knows either. Episode of News Radio one time. <laughs> uh, so, Juicy Bits, yep. what do you think? Uh, Prefer that one over the Extra I Extra? I do like the Juicy Bits over the Extra Extra. Let's go to the Untapped here. Okay. As, as the f- I, I'm with you. I would. I prefer the Juicy Bits as well. Mm-hmm. It just, just something about it. Just a little lighter, you know? Juicy... Bits. Juicy bits. All right, here we go. Okay. Just fun to say. This is interesting. How many? 19,000 reviews. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, you have rated this a five. Yeah. Um, what do you think their average is on Untapped right now out of five? Uh, 4.19. 4.26. Oh, that's pretty close. That's pretty darn close. Yeah. And that's pretty darn good for... Yeah, I mean, if you can average over a four on Untapped, especially with that many check-ins, that's really good. Okay, really this, good. This is interesting. Four thousand eight hundred and thirty-seven ratings for extra, extra juicy bits. Okay, what do you think the rating is on this? I think it's going to be higher. It is higher, but this is why because you, the people that are ordering this, know that it it's extra, mm-hmm. right? And it's going to be stronger. They're they're seeking it out. Yes, so they're going to be happy with it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably four point three one. 4.46. Whoa, 4.46. That's almost probably one of the highest rated beers we've ever had on this Yes. This show. Almost a four and a half. That is shocking. Well, five is the highest. Yeah. Right? That's, wow. Higher than the Heady Topper IPA? Oh, what was Heady Topper? I don't remember. Overall, in general? I don't know. But it was, here's the thing. Heady Topper had close to that. way more. Oh, yeah. Way more reviews. Like hundreds of thousands versus... Yes. But okay. even this is still, that still seems like a lot in uh, a beer that we can't get. So Hetty Topper was a, uh, where here we go, 4.59 out of 203,000. So. That's a lot. That yeah. is a lot. Yeah. I mean, but when you compare it to the to, to the granddaddy of the mythological beers, right? Yeah. I mean, that's. Well, and, a, you know, they're totally different styles, too, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that beer's been around a lot longer than these guys have. That's true. That's true. I still think, though, as it goes, if if you are driving through or you are on a contract in Colorado, Weldworks would be should be on your list. Yeah, if you're into, into beer. They had food, too, right? Food trucks. Food trucks. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. Mm-hmm. And it's virtually every day they have food, food trucks out there, so... 
It's Colorado. They have food trucks everywhere. Everywhere. All the time. And breweries. Pretty love, much everywhere. I love Colorado so much. Yeah, and mountains. And mountains and snow and hiking and yeah. snowboarding and... Oh, man. Colorado. Why do we live in Nebraska? That's a good question. Yeah. All right. So... If you, uh, like I said, if you, if you are anywhere close, this would definitely be a stop. As much as Avery and New Belgium and Odell and, you know, make time for Greeley, Colorado, Weldworks, and then next week, Wiley Roots, you will not be disappointed. Awesome. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs>